I'm Sean. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to Sean and Mike Take a Hike. Welcome to another episode of Sean and Mike Take a Hike. Okay, what are we talking about today, Mike? It should have been episode number two, but um, I think we're going to cover pooping in the woods. Ah, that would have been... Okay, hindsight, we should have made it episode number two. Didn't even think of that. Yep, I just... That was that was off the cuff right here, so... Yeah, yeah so pooping in the woods, huh? This is, this is the one that the most people have been asking for. Yes. Yeah. Um, and one of the weirdest things to talk about, maybe? I mean, everybody does it, though. Yeah, I don't know if it's that weird to talk about. I mean, I know when you and I first started, it was a it was a big concern for I don't know about you, but it was a big concern for me is like what how how does this happen? What does that look like? I was kind of nervous to do it the first time. Um, I mean, you I and may I have done some Google searching. Oh yeah, I did some Google searching, uh, tips, tricks, techniques, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But you yeah, have- there's a, there's a lot of different ways that you can accomplish it. Um, I I found the one that works for me. I never, I didn't really try the other ones, but yeah, I don't feel the need. I mean, there's a lot of different methods, and I guess we can go through some of them uh, during this episode. But yeah, I don't find the need to get real fancy about it. You know, no, no, you find what works for you, and you kind of stick with it. It's all going to depend on your core strength, your calf, and 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 thigh strength, like things like that. How, how far down can you squat or do you need some assistance? So, I don't feel like I use my core at all when I'm doing it. Oh, you might be doing it wrong. Maybe I am doing it wrong. <laughs> so yeah, yeah so balance, anyways, balance is all about core. Well, I guess maybe that's true. I don't know. I guess I don't feel like I'm balancing. Maybe I'm just that good at balancing. Could be. Might have the strongest core ever. That's, that's, I'm, that's what we're going to go with. That's probably it. Yeah. So, yeah, so let's talk about, okay, so this episode is all about pooping in the woods. Yep. Bears uh, do it. It's We've weird. Seen it. Well, we haven't seen it directly come out of a bear. Well, fair. Okay. But we've we're assuming we've, we, we, we're assuming we've seen bear poop. Right, right. <laughs> so let's start out with, okay, so, man, it is kind of weird to talk about this. Like, I don't even really know where to start. Well... Uh, so you said you were nervous when, before we got out to, on our first trip about actually, uh, doing it. I do believe you were the one that bit the bullet and, uh, did it first. So, um, talk us about ripping off that bandaid. Okay. Well, so for some background, first off, so let's, when, let's talk about some prepping first. We'll get to the actual pooping part, but... (laughs) Um, let's talk about some things, let's talk about some things that you got to bring, right? Yeah. Yeah. So depending on where you are camping, um, or hiking, you're going to have to figure out like what all specifically you need to bring. What Mike and I bring in order to facilitate pooping in the woods is we bring a, uh, collapsible shovel so you can dig a hole. Yep. We bring toilet paper. Yep. Um, we bring 
dog poop bags, so like the little plastic bags that you would pick your dog poop up with. Yep. Uh, you and I both bring a little tiny thing of hand sanitizer, which I think is good practice. Yep. Well, I mean, then, especially you're going to be eating on the trail, too, after you've been peeing and pooping in the woods and, and touching random things. So just sanitizer in general is a good idea. Yep. And then on top of that, we bring – tell them what – explain to them what the bag is that you clip to the outside of your pack. So I found a – I'm going to call it insulated, but it's insulated with, like, that metal – like, it almost looks like a, a space blanket-type material on the inside. But it looks basically just like a bear bag or, or a dry bag-type thing. It's a, it's a nylon exterior. Um, I think I have a one-liter – uh, or a one and a half maybe liter um, bag, and it acts just like a dry bag or, or a bear bag, where it collapses down, you roll it up, clip it, all that stuff. But it's to keep odors and and just things out of the out of sight, out of mind type of thing. And it, you can clip it to the exterior of your pack, so you're not putting waste inside of your pack. Um, so I found it on Amazon. Uh, it's it's I don't know. I, I take it on every trip just because I don't really want to, you know, we're putting, so we use the toilet paper where we're at in Michigan, the pack in pack out says pack out your teepee. So we use the dog poop bags to pick up our teepee and, and handle the teepee as if you would be picking up your dog poop. And then you tie that off and then you throw it into that uh, sack, roll that up, clip it, doesn't smell the prettiest when you open that pack up, but it definitely keeps the odors from seeping out and everything while you're hiking, while you're at camp, anything like that, because realistically, you never really get more than 30 yards away from your tent, so you don't want those uh, odors uh, there. And with it being odorless exterior-wise and everything, you don't have to worry about hanging it, stowing it in a bear lock or anything like that. You can leave it. I, I still set it a good 10 yards from my, my tent just in case, but never had any issues with animals or anything like that. It definitely keeps uh, the odors um, from seeping out. Yeah, I know. I mean, when we're hiking, you definitely don't smell what's in that bag ever. I mean, you do when you open it, of course, right, but right, just, right. just walking down the trail, you don't smell that you yeah. got a bag full of shitty toilet paper. Um, so, yeah, so like Mike said, we're a lot of the places that Mike and I have been going hiking the pack in pack out rule um states that you are okay to bury your waste but they don't want you to bury your toilet paper yeah so even when mike are not in those areas because we have gotten used to doing that method and i really do think it's better for the environment and you're never going to come across very tp if you pack out your tp um, so Mike and I are just in the habit of packing out our TP, even if we are not in an area that is as strict with the pack in pack out rules. Yeah. Um, the other thing about pooping in the woods is you will read in a lot of these things is they want you to be, you know, a certain distance from whatever the water source is, because of course they don't want you to contaminate that water source. Yeah. And, well, and camp too, but you definitely want to get away from camp anyway, but yeah. you want some privacy. Yeah, well, exactly. But what is it's 200 feet, isn't it? 200 feet from a water source? 200 feet, uh, I think that roughly equates to how many meters? I don't know. <laughs> if we have any well, foreign yeah. listeners, they can do the math. I know. Do the math, people. What, 
what would that be in me? It's like it's feet to meters. It's a third. So, so six hundred. No, uh, no, it would be six hundred. No, you're that's backwards. It'd be like <laughs> seventy-five feet, seventy-five meters. No, I mean like sixty-eight meters or some nonsense. I was like that, round enough. Now. Yeah, well, semantics. Anyway, <laughs> um, so that is option number one. Option number one is you basically. I mean, it's just like it sounds. You go dig a hole uh, at least six inches deep. Um, I was shocked to find out the first time that I did it, uh, not to be too gross. And I guess you should at this point know what you're getting in this podcast, but I was surprised at how good my aim was. I'll be honest with you because I did not dig that big of a hole. Yep. Uh, and everything went right where I wanted it to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I, I had the same reaction the first time and well, actually, I have the same reaction every time because I don't know. I'm still a little nervous that I'm gonna not, I'm gonna miss or whatever for whatever reason. But it, it's uh, it's always in there and it's always uh, able to be covered up just fine. And uh, uh, I usually take some sticks and make like an X. Uh, I stick one into the dirt and then make an X over it. Just you try try to make some kind of a thing so people know not to dig there because in the middle of the woods it doesn't look like anybody's ever been there before. So you don't want to be digging up other people's poop, and I don't want people, you know, dealing with that. So I try to mark it a little bit to let people know that that's where I've gone. Um, but uh, that's neither here nor there. It's a recommendation that I've read on a lot of sites, but I don't think it's it's not a requirement. I never, I have not read that anywhere. I never even thought to do that. No. I just assume that the woods is so big that the chances of somebody digging in the exact same spot that I just dug is pretty remote. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably is. Um, I mean, because look, because I'm walking a good ways. I'm walking a good ways from the trail. I'm walking a good ways from camp. I ain't I always to... have it in the back of my mind, though, is I don't know what's on the other side of the woods. So, like, you could be going 200 yards from the water source, but you don't know if there's a trail 20 feet. Like, well, we, that happened to me in the uh, pictured rocks last year. Uh, went to find a, a spot to go to the bathroom, and I did, but then found out that the trail is 20 feet as we found saw people uh, walking past about 10 minutes after I got done. So, um, Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a good uh, wake-up call for everybody. <laughs> But, you know, everybody, That here's the thing. <laughs> everybody out there. They get it. Knows what's going on. Yeah. I didn't realize the trail was right there. But, yeah, so I'm tr- I try to be more mindful now. You know, every, everybody makes mistakes on the trail here and there. I mean, we just ran yeah. across on our last trip. Uh, you know, we found the, well, I found a place where somebody decided to dig a hole and, they did not pack out their teepee. They didn't even bury their teepee. They just left it uh, strewn about in the in the woods there. And it was so rained on and it, there was no really picking it up cleanly. So I felt bad leaving it there. But at the same time, I, I didn't really feel like it was uh, capable of being really picked up at that point. It was already kind of mushed and almost back to nature. Yeah, so my two cents to any of our listeners is don't don't be that guy or girl. I mean, nobody wants to come across somebody else's gross, nasty toilet paper. Pick up your stuff. I mean, we're all trying to enjoy the rule. The the rule is, 
you're supposed to pack it out. If you're not going to pack it out, at yeah. least freaking bury it. Come well, on. Well, in certain areas of Michigan now, too, they are recommending you even pack out your poop, which I'm not personally into that. It's a recommendation. It's not a rule yet. I'm not all into that. I know people that the, the rule is pack out your teepee, and I've even heard avid hikers say they're not packing out their teepee, and they bury their teepee. I just hope they're using some of the more biodegradable stuff uh, like the campers use and things like that in the RVs. But um, uh, I definitely uh, subscribe to the pack out my teepee rule. Um, if that's what they are, the, if the rule states that I'm trying to keep nature as nice as possible and they've got a reason for that rule, um, I guess there's been too many animals getting it into their digestive systems, things like Excuse me. Um, well, and I think, and I think it's more with like modern day toilet paper. I just don't think modern day toilet paper breaks down the way, you know, it's not like we're having true. one ply, yeah. you know, septic safe. Every, a lot of people have sewer these days. It's not like it used to be back in the day where everybody had septic yeah. and, uh, you know, you had to have the TP that broke down. I, I think this newer toilet paper, I don't think it breaks down the same way. No. So I do, even, even though I'm packing out my toilet paper, I do still take the um, the RV yeah. and boat toilet paper, Same. which is like this super quick breakdown stuff. Um, I don't know why, because I'm packing it out anyway, but I guess in the event that if I ever were to run out of bags or whatever, and I had to bury it, well, at least I'm burying the stuff that breaks down super quick. Right. Yeah, same here. If you are one of those people that at home you still use those flushable wipes, uh, even though they're not really all that, uh, they don't break down like they say they do. Um, yeah, note to self, flush, there is no such thing as a flushable wipe. Right. Just wipe. Um, I mean, you... Yeah, it. Um, if, you, if you do need that and you do take that on the trail, definitely pack that out because that is not breaking down in the woods. Um, exactly. that's a lot of weight though, because they are wet wipes and anything wet is, is added water weight. So it's not recommended by me to take that in the woods, but, uh, you do you, I'm not here to tell you not what, what to do, what not to do. Uh, just recommendations. Uh, and as far as if you're going to do the, the pack your poop out too, which I am not packing my poop out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. <laughs> But if you are the type of person that wants to follow that rule and pack your poop out, they do make, um, I mean, I guess you got a couple of options. You can just put it in a doggy bag and carry it like dog poop because people do that. Right. Um, you might want to get a big bag. But the alternative is they do make, and I guess I don't know what they're called, but there's this like, they're, they're like a hiking portable bathroom bag thing. It's filled with this. Uh, like crystal thing that reacts with the moisture in your waist and it like makes it into a, I think it like sanitizes it even like it makes it into like a gel yeah. that you can then like fold up into your bag and then put that into another bag and all these things to be able to hike out with that. I've never done that. I don't know as though I'm going to get to that point where I feel like I need to do that. Yeah. I mean, animals are out there pooping in the woods I, Again, well, and again, like, well, animals don't care if you're 200 feet from a water source. Animals don't care a lot about a lot of things. But uh, if you get one of those kits where it, it jellifies your poop and all that stuff, then that, again, is more weight that you're carrying in with you and ultimately carrying out. So everything... 
and I mean, I know Sean said in a previous episode that, you know, he doesn't count ounces as ounces, it's pounds for pounds or whatever, but every little bit does add up, and especially if you're talking about something that you can leave in the woods. <laughs> right. You know, if it's something that's, that's okay to leave out there, leave it out there, don't carry it. It's annoying for me when I'm walking my dogs. I've got big dogs, so I do have big poop bags. But if you, I don't want to carry my dog poop bag. Like, so. No, I know. Right. I know. That's the thing. Like, I don't want to carry a dog poop bag. I don't want to carry my own poop bag either. Right. So if, if it's something I'm allowed to leave out in the woods, then I will. Um, don't burn your poop bag. I don't think anybody, especially if it's community fire pit, uh, don't don't burn your your poop uh, toilet paper. <laughs> I'm sure it will burn, but I don't think anybody's going to want to smell that. But uh, right. they're they're. I mean, for all for that matter, I don't know why I never thought about it. But every once in a while, you do come across a uh, a parking lot or a campground or something that has a dumpster or has a garbage bin. Empty it there. Take care of it there. Get rid of that weight. Like we walked through what two campgrounds and a few day use areas this past trip, could have easily just dumped it right there. Didn't even think about it. Um, yeah, no, we could have. I, I guess I didn't really think about it either. Um, but take care of it responsibly. Do your part to keep nature nature. Uh, and don't let's uh, make it so they don't in, in, enforce more rules out on the trail. Uh, since we're already trying to uh, do our part to to just be out there and enjoy yourself. Yeah. So anyway, so back to the original point. So we were talking about, you know, the first time or whatever. So anyway, you go out and you dig a hole, you literally squat over it. Right. I mean, it's kind of what you do. And then I had a hard time. I'll be honest with you. I had a hard time figuring out what to do with my pants uh, and my underwear (laughs) while I was doing that the first time. Um, this is probably too much information I'm going to share. Anyway, we've, I found we've, we've that talked, We've talked about it before, and I forget it about it every time. that you, you had a problem with what to do with your pants, and it just cracks me up. But go ahead. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with them. I didn't want to, like, you know, like when you're at home, you're on a toilet, and there's, like, a clear delineation, like, this is where your stuff's going to go, and then your pants are outside that, so there's not an issue. So the first time I go out and dig this hole, I'm like, okay, like, well, for one, I didn't know how good my aim was going to be, right? So Tell me you didn't take I mean, your I, pants off. FBI yeah, I took my pants off. I took my pants all the way off, hung them on a tree. I'm like, I am not getting shit all over these pants. I hung them on a tree. Yes, I did. Okay. And I'm not even embarrassed about yeah, it. You do you. That I'm telling you. And, I mean, so I'm looking over my shoulder the whole time. I'm like, okay. Somebody's going to be out here. Somebody, I, I had a situation like you had where I'm like, okay, I've walked so far out in the woods. What if I'm up against another trail at this point? Right. And I'm, and I'm out there with my pants hanging on a tree, squatting over this hole. It screams axe murder. It, it, well, it screams something. It'll, it, <laughs> one way or another, it's going to wind you up on a list. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so... Um, Yeah, I mean, the whole thing was really quite the comedy sketch, you know? I mean, it was quite comical. But, because then it's like, okay, so so now I'm squatting over this hole, and, like, where am I going to set my toilet paper roll? What am I going to do with this shovel? Where are my pants going to be? Like, it was a whole fiasco the first time I did it. Um, I was pretty proud of myself. Uh, 
everything went where it was supposed to, got the hole covered up, got my toilet paper put in my little bag, um, everything worked out good, but F, yeah, I took my pants off, I'm not even ashamed of it. Okay. Uh, I don't feel the need to do that every time anymore, although I'll be quite honest with you, sometimes it's a little bit easier. I feel like well, I have I mean, more maneuverability. Sometimes it's just nice to take your pants off, so... Well, sometimes it, yeah, well, I mean, there's that. I mean, that's a whole different episode all on its own. <laughs> but, yes, sometimes it's nice just to take your pants off and let things air out. Uh, we talked about how bad you sweat sometimes, yep. so, you know, that includes everywhere. So, so I don't always take my pants off anymore, but I'll be honest, there's sometimes that I still do. Okay. Uh, fair. It, it's all fair. Uh I find, because if I just hike them down to, like, my thighs, well, then your thighs are, like, constricted, and I have a harder time balancing, where, like, if I'm... I thought you had super core strength. Well, I do have super core strength, but if my thighs are constricted... Oh, okay. (laughs) So, uh, I guess I'll I'll echo the nervousness with uh, the first time. Didn't really know what to expect, what to do. You know, I, I had... Yeah, you're over there laughing at me, <laughs> but you were just as nervous. I, I, was, I was the one that went out and tried it. Yeah, you went out... Well, I mean, I definitely tried it. I, I have pooped in the woods. Um, well, yeah. It, the, fir- the first time was an experience that I don't think I'll ever forget, but I was able to maintain pant height just below knees. And still... Oh, you pulled them down that far. Okay. See, and that's how far down that I get nervous about pooping on them. Well, just below knees, but if you squat far back enough, then... Oh, I can't squat that far back. Oh, well, you know, maybe we'll have to to do some workouts or something, man. Get you you stronger. I don't know. (laughs) All right, well, finish finish telling (laughs) them your story, and then we'll get into some of that. So, you know, I managed to dig my hole and aim properly all that stuff uh had a had a similar quandary about what to do with the toilet paper where to set that because you don't necessarily want it in the dirt and then you're gonna be wiping and all that stuff so what do you do with your toilet paper i don't think i've ever you and i have never talked about this i have what do you do with i have been fortunate enough now to make sure the first time was just a coincidence but now i have planned to have some kind of a log next to where I'm squatting, like a downed tree, a downed log of some sorts. And after I dig the hole, I will lean the shovel with the end, uh, the handle of the shovel facing me, and I will use that as a toilet paper roll. Then I do the same so thing. I, I put I the lean, toilet paper lean, on the handle. But I lean it over so it's it's not vertical. It's It's more of a horizontal toilet paper roll like you have at home. So that's I've been making sure that I have some kind of a thing to lean the shovel on. Just something that worked out the first time that it was there, and it, it the toilet paper falls and leans against to the uh, the log while you're doing your business, but then you can pull it and get how much you need, and then and go from there. It just works. Oh out. yeah, I just stick, I just stick the shovel right in the dirt. Yeah, like, I just like, yeah, step on it and, and stick then it right you just in the dirt. Drop, drop the toilet. Yeah, and then down. just drop yeah. it down on the top yeah. of it. Yeah, so yeah, I use I don't know. I'm a little bit more uh, uh, industrial, or, or I don't know if that's the right word. More something. You're like an engineer. There like you you're go. Up yeah. With, yeah. You're coming up with like geometry and stuff cool. to figure out how to get this toilet paper roll to work. Yeah, I don't want it on the ground. I want it to, to float in the air. 
there you go. And you want to know what else made me nervous about doing it the first time, too, and quite honestly, even to this day, I am, like, super afraid that I'm going to get, like, ticks or mosquitoes trying to fly up and bite up in there while that's exposed. Yeah, that's a legit concern. I don't, I'll probably think about it now I hadn't eaten before, but now I probably will. Thanks. <laughs> I, you hadn't thought, that's like one of my big concerns, well, like while I'm exposed. I'm not. Because I don't got no bug spray in that area. I don't got nothing protecting me from going, the creepy crawlies. I'm not going in an area that is very ferny or like I'm going, I'm finding a spot that's open where ticks typically wouldn't be. Like they usually get up on like the the ferns or like some stuff so where they I don't ask them I don't know if I agree with you on that I think I mean ticks especially they're freaking everywhere you know I mean I, I don't know people wherever you're listening in whatever part of the country that you're in or whatever part of the world I don't know if ticks are bad where you're at but Michigan where we are located over the last three four half dozen years we have had a like tick boom here yeah because our winters have not been cold enough to kill them off. We've always had cold enough winters where ticks would die throughout the winter and then we wouldn't have so many come summertime. Well, our winters here have not been that mm. harsh, so we have had, like, an explosion of ticks. Well, we went, our intro episode we recorded over at Bowman Lake, and we didn't, yep. we didn't see a tick until we got to the campsite, and we ended up pulling... 20 or some off of me and 18 or something or off something of you like, or something. I think like, it was in the 20s. It was like 40 or 50 total between the two of us. Um, yeah. And then we found more in the morning. So we uh, won't be staying at that campsite. That was the first time on that campsite at that campground. Uh, There's one across the lake that we stayed at last year and had zero ticks. So I don't know if it was just happened to be. I mean, and of course it was last year. There's a whole winter in between and all that. So who knows? But uh, it was also last fall and opposed to this spring so who knows but yeah tick, ticks while i'm uh pooping have not been a concern of mine mosquito okay but even mosquito bites like i don't want to get a mosquito bite down up in there yeah or flies i mean we had black we had uh deer flies or whatever this that, last trip not bad true. but there was that's they true. were about you know they'll go after whatever they can go after that is true we had the deer flies and stuff okay well, I mean, I guess I'll think about it now, but I hadn't before. Good, 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 uh, I've, oh, good amateur I, hiking I advice for I an have, amateur hiker. <laughs> yeah, I, I should clarify, I have never had that happen, but it is a concern that I have every time that I'm going out there. Like, I, I definitely think of that when I am picking my spot to, yeah. you know, to do my business. Well, and that's that, why I that said, like, I don't pick a spot that's got a lot of ferns. I don't pick a lot of, uh, you know, I, I try to find a log that I can go next to that doesn't have a tree next to it that I know I'm going to have to dig through a lot of roots. Like, there's there's things that you tend to, softer ground is nice. Um, when you start digging a hole, yeah, it's only six inches deep, but you don't have your shovel that you have at home. You've got a packable shovel. Ours is pretty nice. I like our shovel. It's still not the one I have at my house that I could easily I could dig that hole a lot easier. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, it's not like a it's not like a garden shovel or whatever by any means. But it is a pretty nice shovel. It's more than just like it's more than a trowel. You know, like right. we take like an actual collapsible 
shovel. Yeah. I've um, seen that. I've seen got, the it's people, got some weight to it. It's yeah. I follow some people online, and I see the people that say, you know, ditch the collapsible shovel, just take this this handy like lightweight plastic trowel. And some of the dirt in Michigan, man, I don't know that I'd be able to do, to dig the hole that I need with just a hand trowel. Like, yeah, I don't know either because there's always like roots and stuff. There's always roots, or, gotta... or you get into some clay, or you get just some rough dirt. Like, I, I just don't know. It, that, well, maybe they're in some areas kind of got like sand a mold. and soft dirt. I don't know. Yeah, well, like that's what I was saying though. As long, I mean, plus your shovel is like a multi-tool too. So I mean, yeah. it's that shovel that we have. It's a pretty good shovel. Well, we'll we're get we're gonna try to in talk. another episode. I'll say it this time, not yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, we'll get in that. We're gonna we're gonna try to get links up to like what some of our stuff is because we keep talking about what our stuff is and it's hard to show you over an audio podcast. Right. Um. So we're gonna try to get some links up to some of the stuff. So stay tuned for that. We'll post that on our socials once that actually goes live. But um, that way you can at least see what we're talking about. But so then I guess the next thing is so Mike and I both from what it sounds like i've never actually watched you do your business in the woods sure, but it sounds yeah, like we both just use the uh the squat. sounds like we both squat, squat over the hole and go method yeah yeah just the just the pop a squat and, and go there are other if you look online there's lots of other um positions that people recommend yeah, I think all of them, for my taste, they take too much planning and too much work. Well, so the one um, I've got a lot of questions about, and I'll, I'll share this. And so if anybody wants to write to me or us about their experience using this method, I have questions about it. Because the one method is to find a tree, dig a hole next to that tree, use the tree as like your backstop. So like you're you're doing one of those like little wall squats where you, you, you plant your le- uh, body on the tree you squat down, and then that's your your support. Um, I've never successfully dug a hole right next to a tree. That's so, my question. <laughs> that's my question with that method is who is digging that close to a tree? Who's getting six inches down right, right next to the base of a tree? So, if like I said, if you have success with that, if you say that works a lot easier or whatever, maybe I'll try it. But for me, it's a no right now. Um but that is another method that I've seen. Um, the other one that I see is the log. You find a fallen log. Yep. Dig like dig your hole on the back side of that fallen log, yep. and then use yep. that log as basically a toilet seat. Hang your rear end over the back of it. That seems like too much work for me too. Like I don't feel like I don't feel like my aim is going to be as good. That. I don't feel like my aim is going to be that good, and I'm only 5'6", so the fallen log has got to be pretty small for me to fit my thighs and everything over enough to... That's the thing. It's got so, to be pretty small, but it's got to be big enough to make it worth it. Like, right. Yeah. I just don't... you got to find the perfect that, that, log. That you have to find the perfect log, and who's finding... I don't got time to find the perfect right. log. Like, I'm just looking to go poop in the woods. Because 90% like, of the time, if I've got to go in the woods, then uh, i got to go in the woods. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so... And then the other method that I've seen is... This one. This one is silly to me. But you've <laughs> seen the sling, right? I... I have seen the sling. I... I so... 
I have lots of questions about this game because I vaguely have it in my memory, but I, I don't. So it's just, it's just like um, it's like a sling that some people might use in the bedroom or oh, that's similar right. thing. And you like you wrap it around the tree, so you, like you stand facing the tree, and then there's this sling that you like wrap around the back of the tree, and then you kind of like squat back into this sling and then use that as like a seat with like a, the tree being the counterweight and then you know I've got lots of questions about that too because then A you're going to have to get the sling adjusted just right to like hit your mark of the hole right and, if, and if that's your it's method, another thing go ahead sorry well no I was just going to say if that's your thing so now you've got another piece of gear that you're bringing that seems like a waste. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that seems like a waste of space. It seems like too much setup. Yeah. I, and I guess now that I'm talking about it, like, the alternative is, I guess you probably could just freaking poop on the ground, and then you probably could dig a hole at that point and bury it, and then you don't have to worry about hitting your mark. But, I don't know what else. It seems like too much work. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I kind of like to dig your hole first and because then you just cut put the dirt over the poop you're not shoveling the poop so you don't ever have poop on your shovel i agree that you're putting back in your pack i absolutely agree with that that's that's my thing with it is dig for my advice anyway is dig first for sanity purposes not sanity sanity sanitizing purposes sanitary (laughs) sanitary sanitary. there we go there There it is we got there um but dig first. Yeah, you, your shovel's going to touch dirt, and you're putting that in your pack, but dirt's getting in your pack regardless. If you Oh, dirt's getting in your pack regardless. If you can sure. keep the poop out, keep the poop out. So that's why, like I said, I, I bring that extra little uh, bag that I clip to the exterior. Nobody really knows what it is. On, just me and Sean know what it is on the trail. Everybody else sees that it, it's just a green. So I guess if you see us on the trail and you see a green pack clipped to my pack, it's got poop waste in it, but but you won't smell it. <laughs> right, exactly. So. So, all right, so those are, like, your basic. So that's that's if you don't have, like, if you're just out in the middle of nowhere, you're out on the trail, you got to go. Yeah. The other options for pooping in the woods, so some places that you go, if you're not just doing true backcountry find a spot and pitch a tent and all the things without like a designated area some of the locations that we have gone to have um a designated what is, what is that thing even called like i mean it's a designated toilet seat out in the woods it's um, it's, it's i would i mean i it's a vault toilet in a sense, but it, I don't. They I don't think they pump it out because there was evidence of the last one we saw that they had covered the last one and just dug a new one and moved, yeah. moved the toilet seat. So there, it, it's a it's a throne. It's yeah. <laughs> some of them have a backstop if it's not very well wooded. Some of them don't um, to, for privacy purposes and things like that. But 
It's it's literally a toilet in the middle of the woods, open to the elements, the bugs, the flies. Um, the one. We I mean, I think I think calling it a toilet is being generous. It is a toilet seat on top of a hole, and it's yeah. on, it's a toilet seat on top of a pipe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, fair. Uh, but and so, it is exposed to the elements. The ones that we have come across and used are not in any sort of shelter. Um, the one had like a backstop to it just to kind of shade you from you know people walking by on the trail on the other side of it uh but for the most part the ones that the other ones that we've seen are literally you're, you're out in the middle of the woods here's the toilet seat so it's they they often have questionable liquids around them or on them well that um, and sometimes they don't get the lids don't get put down and that opens them up to more bugs more flies more creepy crawlies that could eventually end up where you don't want them and I'm more of a no thank you to that I'm out in the woods I will find a, a spot 200 feet from a water source and and deal with it that way that that's my I personal know, yeah. take on that uh, you I know you you and I are you and I are like-minded on that although I will say I mean just for the record if that is available, they want you to use it. They do want you to use it. If if it's, uh, yeah, I mean maybe I that, mean, the, maybe that, that's the where one your that we went wipes to... or your something come in. You can clean it up as much as you can. But I still don't know if you that one we saw was I, there was no help in that thing. Um, oh yeah, that that one the one that we were on on this last trip yeah. that we came up yeah. to. Yeah, I know. Thank you. That one right away. I mean, when I got to it, the lid was up. It was full of flies buzzing around. And then on top of that, there was that questionable liquid that, you know, I don't I don't know what it was. It was a brown liquid. Is that, is it dirty rainwater? Is it somebody? Um, yeah, I didn't see that. Swatted but, yeah. and missed? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a no that's thank a, you for That's me a hard no. That. Yeah, that's that, a hard no. That's a hard no. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, I, I used the, the, I did not use that one. Uh, I did use the other ones that we had available to us um, just for, like I said, I, I do try to follow the rules of the trail if if I'm not putting my health in danger. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, I did use the other ones. And, and like I said uh, earlier, sometimes you will come across like a parking lot that has a vault toilet system or even a porta potty or something. So if it comes down to it, and you're shy to dig a hole or anything like that, there are going to be other other methods. Like, well, we were just up at Pictured Rocks again, and we camped at the Osable East, and a half mile from us was the Lighthouse Museum and all that kind of stuff, and they had a bathroom in the parking lot and things like that. But they also had the nicer vault toilet, too, so... But, yeah, I know. Well, and then we did walk through one day use area. The trail just happened to meander through a day use. Yeah. Um, oh, it went through a day use area, and it went through a drive-in campground. Campground, yep. So we did stop and use that bathroom at the drive-in campground. Yep. Because that was following the day with the no thank you toilet. Yep. Um, and I think we both needed to yep. <laughs> use the facilities, so we took a break there and you know, so you're not going to run into that every time, but you, you know, depending on where you're going, yeah. you may run into that along the trail. Um, some of the trails that we hike along, you know, sometimes we, we do the North Country Trail quite a bit, 
sometimes that does follow the road. You know, if they don't, if they can't get the trail to go through the woods, sometimes that does follow the road. Right. So inevitably, eventually, you may come across the gas station or something while you're on the trail anyway. So or somebody's house. That's a, it's, well, I don't know if I'd go to somebody's <laughs> house, but... Um, Excuse me. Yeah, right. Like, hi, can I use your bathroom? I've been out here. I haven't showered in four days. I am wearing the same clothes that I started in. Can I come in and use your bathroom? I'll be quick, I promise. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. But you might have options, you know, when you're planning your trip, you know, take a look at some of that stuff, see what your options might be along the trail. If you're yeah. if you're not the type of person that is going to be able to dig a hole and use it, I mean, look, here, bottom line is, sooner or later, you're going to have to. Yeah. Like, you can plan oh, yeah. as much as you want, even if you know that every day you've got, a, you know, a gas station along your route or a bathroom of some sort, something is going to happen at some point where, you know, I mean, nature calls when nature calls, so eventually it's going to have to happen. So you might as well kind of embrace it, rip that Band-Aid off. If you've never done it, it's not yeah. nearly as bad as you would think it is. Um, to the point where, like Mike and I are even saying, I'd rather dig a hole than sit on some of these dedicated toilet seats. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, It's not that bad. It ain't that bad. No. It, it was. I was a little bit, you know, bathroom shy the first time I did it, but you get over that pretty quick. Yeah. And here's the thing, even if somebody were to come upon you in the woods while you're doing that, because that was kind of a concern of mine too, like, oh my God, is somebody going to walk up on me? Here's the bottom line. Everybody out there is doing the same thing. All these people that are out there hiking or backpacking, they're do they're getting into the same things that you are. Yeah. It, it, the, this is not a time to be bashful. It's just not. Right. Well, and so I guess to that point, the campsites that we were just at were all community campsites where they shared one of those vault toilets and they had a little stick with a sign that said, that, that kind of pointed you to where the, the restroom was. Um, using air quotes there, you can't see that, but uh, rest, restroom. Um, but so they, it's got a, its own little designated trail to get to that, that toilet. And the one time... It was the really nasty one, so I wasn't using that one. I did find find a spot to dig a hole and all that, but on my way out to, of that trail, I ran into one of the other campers that was going to use the the turlet, and she's like, "Oh, are you, are you done or anything?" And I'm like, "Yep, it's all yours." But so there is that post. We need to come somehow. The hiking community needs to come up if there is a post like that for one of those. Uh, toilets, like hang a hat on the sign or put a, a bandana or a, something on that sign to let somebody know it's in use. Or maybe we can, I mean, it'd take a lot to get a post, like a marker on the post, but like hang a hat or something, let somebody know that like it's in use. Cause it's a good, you know, I don't know, a hundred feet. Yeah. I mean, it's far enough away that people can't see it. Can't see that you're on the toilet. So nobody can tell that it's in use. So hang something there let people know whatever or or have some a buddy stand guard if you're hiking with a friend have somebody stand guard and to say just a minute you know i know i i can't believe that there's not like a trail etiquette this and maybe there is and maybe you and i just don't know about it but yeah we might there's, not have there didn't seem to be there well nobody else seemed to be doing anything so i started hanging my hat like because i'm usually wearing a baseball cap or something right. when i'm out on the trail so i have started hanging my hat on those little signs when i'm back there I don't even know if somebody would understand what that meant. 
True. But it's it's something for me to be like, all right, you know, there's somebody back here. Because, like I said, you you are far enough off the trail, yeah. generally yeah. speaking, I, at these quote-unquote, excuse me, quote-unquote bathrooms that you can't see if somebody's back there. Right. So there, I, there has we, we have to come up with a signal to each other for those of us that do want a little bit of privacy. Maybe you just got to whistle while you poop. Well, I can't whistle, so that's oh, not going to uh, work. Take your rape whistle. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I, right, I'm just going to blow into my emergency whistle the entire time I'm back there. That's going to, then people are going to come start running back there. That ain't going to work. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, we'll come up with an idea. Yeah. <laughs> but I do, uh, yeah, I don't know if, uh, take, it's like still taking your shovel, hanging your hat on the shovel as a post or something, I don't know. But some, something, if you do come up on somebody and they are using the restroom and you startle them or whatever, just give them an oops, sorry, and uh, move on. Yeah, yeah, oops, sorry, sorry about that. You <laughs> yeah. know, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll just start clapping or something while I'm back if, there. Well, yeah, work. I guess maybe if you hear uh, the the ground start to crunch and you hear somebody coming up, start clapping or saying, hey, bear. Yeah, so, hey, bear. So, but, yeah, yeah so... I don't know that I have anything else to add about pooping in the woods. Um, I know. I think that pretty much covers it, right? Like, you got to dig a hole. You got the few different positions you can try, which I think are a waste of time. But if you're into it, go right ahead. You got the bring a bag with you with the gel stuff in it. You got the, if there's a designated, quote unquote, restroom, you know, toilet seat for you to yep. go in the vault. Uh, they do want you to use that. They, you know, my understanding is they normally put that there. Like if you're in an area that has a problem with runoff or water sources, yeah. like they're they're trying to contain that into an area so that you're not contaminating the area around it. So they do want you to use it. Yep. And I don't want Mike and I to like scare you away from using those. Um, use your best judgment on what you think is right for you. Uh. I mean, those are really your options, right? I mean, what, what yeah. other, or, or you hit a gas station or a, you know, restaurant along the trail somewhere if you happen to be lucky enough to have that as an option. Yeah. Well, and, and I guess the, the other thing is just, uh, do your research on what you're supposed to pack out in your region or your trail that you're, you're, you're hiking on and pack out what you're supposed to do your part. Uh, and, uh, Try to keep uh, the trail uh, nice for the next person. Yeah, for sure. I, I totally agree with that. I, realistically, even, like I said earlier, even though Mike and I go to some areas where the pack-in, pack-out rules are not quite as strict, like, I'm still packing out my toilet paper. I don't I don't want to come across somebody else's toilet paper. Nobody else wants to come across your toilet paper. Right. Even if you're doing your best to bury it, you know, there's always a chance that critters could come upon it and dig it up. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if critters do that, but... Bottom line is, I don't want to come across your toilet paper. Please do right. not leave your toilet paper in the woods where I'm going to come across it. Right. I will do the same courtesy to you if you will do that courtesy to me. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better, sir. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think that's about it. Um, other than, I mean, I guess just to recap, you're going to be nervous. Mike and I were nervous. Yeah, it's a weird thing to do if you've never done it. And look, like we both grew up somewhat in the country. It's not like Mike and I are city boys, city boys or whatever. And you know, it it is still weird the first time you do it if you've never done it before, especially. 
<laughs> it's weird. It's going to be uncomfortable. You'll get over it. It's not as big of a deal as it sounds like. You're. That was one of the main talking points before we went on our first trip. Was like, all right, how is this going to go? It's not that big yeah. a deal. People we do we it. grew up kind of in the country, but we did have indoor plumbing. Let's just point put that out there. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, for sure, we did have indoor plumbing. Absolutely. But you know, like I had used vault toilets before. You know, when yeah. when I grew up, where we would go camping, when I grew up, it was all vault, vault toilets. It wasn't yeah. these nice new, you know, indoor plumbing shower houses that you get at all these campgrounds these days. Like I grew up using a vault toilet. Now, yeah, yeah, it had four walls and a roof, but it's still, you know, it's still fairly gross. There's bugs and all the things, but you're it's, just not out in the middle of nowhere. It's really the same concept as what's out in the woods. It's just got a cement pad and four walls and a roof over it. It's still just a hole in the ground in the middle of the woods. Right. So, so I mean, I had done that before, and this still made me nervous to try yeah. it the first time. But I got over it. You get over it pretty quick. Yep. It is what it is. Everybody poops. There's a whole book about it. Yeah, I think I've read it twice now. So. Yeah. so. All so, right. Well, well, I guess that's all I got, unless you got anything else, Mike. Uh, nothing else on that. Just, uh, as always, uh, it's at Sean Mike Hike on all the socials. And at yep. SeanMikeHike at gmail.com. Uh, yep. Drop us a line. Uh, tell us we're doing it wrong. Whatever you want to. Uh, if you have a subject you want us to cover, then uh, we'll do our best to tell you what we don't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if, and if we've said anything here, if you swear by the leaning over the log method or if you swear by the... Yep. The bring your sling and wrap it around the tree method. I would love to hear why that is better than the just squatting in the hole. Because maybe I am missing something. Maybe there's some horror stories out there with any of this, too. So we'd love to hear those, too. <laughs> oh, I would love to hear a good, like, I would love to hear a good embarrassing my first time in the woods yep. horror story. Yeah, by all means, yep. send those. We're, like Mike said, we're on all the social medias at Sean Mike Hike. Or you can email us directly at seanmikehike at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to hear your stories. Uh, maybe we'll do a whole episode with, with stories that people write in. I guess if people write in enough. If, if they do. Yeah. That, that's an if. So. so, well. All right. Well, that's all I got. You want to do it again in a couple of weeks, Mike? Yeah, I, th- I think a couple of weeks sounds good. All right. Well, we'll see you guys then. Yep. Go take a hike. Oh, yeah, go take a hike. FBI took my pants off. I'm like, I am not getting shit all over these pants.